Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. This is the final episode in our communication series, and we hope that you've had a lot of takeaways so far. Perhaps the single most important piece of the whole process is listening. It sounds easy, but it can be hard to do well. And so we're talking about it today. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around. With decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them, Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hi, Leslin. Hi, Leslie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm still a little jet lagged. You're like a world traveler. Well, I'm a. <laughs> I did go to Europe and um, it's six hours time difference. And so, uh, but I have to tell you, I, I wasn't vacationing. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my son and his family moved to Belgium. Right. And um, so I did what I would have done had they just moved across town here. Worked you know, your butt off. Yeah, I went and I helped them. <laughs> I helped them organize and hang up pictures and I took care of the baby. And, you know, I did all the mom things and I did do it in a beautiful place. Yeah. And we took an afternoon to see a few things in Hent, which is a lovely town in Belgium, just north of Brussels. But yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. It was a very special time. I I mean, I just can't. I love being with family. So. Yeah. But I'm a little jet lagged. It's, uh, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. still and <laughs> dragging by 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about today? So today we are, as I said, we're doing the final episode in the communication series, which I've had a lot of great feedback on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I have clients who said they've listened to a couple of them three and four times, and they're just starting (laughs) to really memorize, which yeah, I might add is probably a really helpful tool. Yeah, I do that a lot. I'll re-listen to helpful podcasts over and over again because it's hard. It's hard to remember, and each time you hear it, you're going to cement it. It's like anything else that you practice, something that, and communication is an art. Right. It's a skill that you can turn into an art, right, an art yeah. form. And so the more you listen to the, the technique ideas or tips, and the more you take home and practice them, the better you're going to get at it. Yeah. I feel like it's, you know, you watch your favorite movie a million times. My favorite movie is Apollo 13. I've seen it. I can't even tell you how many times, but still I notice something different every time I watch it. That's interesting. I have a favorite movie too, but I can't tell you because it's a password on a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good idea. Well, you know, it's like one of those secret questions, right? Where they say, what's your favorite movie? And, um, it's a little obscure, so it would be hard to guess, but It's another reason I can't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) At least not on the air. People just have to guess. Yeah. So anyway, today we're talking about listening. Yes. Great. So uh, every good conversation starts with listening. Yeah. This is kind of relevant because 
I've, I've had many conversations with my husband recently where I've said, you're not listening. And he has said the same thing kind of to me. So, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> let's see what I can learn today. <laughs> well, and we live busy lives. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I probably every couple I work with at one point or another has a complaint about not being heard. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sometimes there is a difference between hearing what people say and then turning around and actually demonstrating that you heard yeah. what they meant. Yeah, right? sure. That you, you got it, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And people with, it, honestly, people with ADD or ADHD mm-hmm. have a harder time listening because they get distracted. Right. Harlan and I would be driving to dinner sometime and one time in particular I can remember driving down the road and I was telling him about my day and in the middle of my dialogue <laughs> he says oh my god look at that deer <laughs> and I and I stopped and I I think I was talking and he goes yeah but look at the deer right yeah and I'm like were you listening what did you say <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it re- it always reminded me, you probably know, what's that Disney movie where the character goes squirrel? Oh, um, is it Up? I, is it, oh, maybe Up. Yes, yeah. I was thinking Ice Age or something. No, because that's... The, I think Doug the dog. Doug the dog yeah. goes squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. So like he like can that. be in the middle of anything and all of a sudden he goes, oh, squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> yeah. So being distracted is a common common complaint in a lot of relationships and that's i think the plight of parents of young children because you're never not distracted by your kids usually well not only that but most four-year-olds talk incessantly (laughs) (laughs) and so it's i think especially moms of young kids they have a tendency to just allow chatter to kind of filter through uh-huh. their yep. their mind, right? And if you're not being intentional in your listening to your partner especially, mm-hmm. then it's just going to be like the chatter that you listen to. I heard something a long time ago and I have no idea if this is true or not, so maybe you can tell me if it is. <laughs> um that if you like if you have a man and a woman and you have like a tape player playing different stories, like four different tape players or five different tape players and you have a woman walk into the room and listen to them. She can kind of tell you a teeny little bit about every story that's going on. But if you put a man in the same situation, he can tell you like everything about one of them. Like he's like, for some reason, like men and women li- listen differently. Well, you know, that's interesting. I look that up. Yeah. I haven't actually heard that study, but I, um, in the book, Mars um, versus Venus and Mars, oh, yeah. you know, where mm-hmm. it really talks about the gender differences. Yeah. Um, I imagine that there's something in there mm-hmm. about listening. And again, I don't remember specifically, right. but certainly men are more focused on task completion as a general rule. So I mm-hmm. know that there's somebody out there listening that says, well, I can multitask. Right. And yet it, I think the most moms of small kids yeah. would tell you that they're maybe more proficient at multitasking. Yeah. Certainly a man can learn to pay attention to a bunch of different things, but I'm not sure that that's part of their daily habit. Yeah. You know, if you're welding, you need to pay attention to this one oh, thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you're 
putting together a, a plumbing supply <laughs> pipe. You need to be able to concentrate on that. Or if yeah. you're in the middle of presenting a sales pitch, you have to have all of your attention right there. Whereas, and that, by the way, that's true for women welders and plumbers. Yes. Oh, sure. I don't yeah. want to make this a gender thing. Right, right. But traditionally speaking, a mom of two preschoolers and a first grader at four o'clock in the afternoon when she's also thinking about dinner and running somebody to ballet <laughs> yeah. is literally thinking of 10 things at one time. Right. Yeah, my husband um, does a lot of taxing mental work. You know, he's a researcher. Um, and so he has to wear like these noise canceling headphones and to he, concentrate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I sometimes have gotten on him before about that and I, I will jab him about the, well, I don't have the luxury of sitting around with noise canceling headphones because all these kids are pulling on my legs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, but my work is also a little different. <laughs> I, I probably don't make, give him enough credit for that. Yeah, and I'm in the profession of listening for a living. You are literally a professional listener. <laughs> I am a professional listener. And so when I'm working, I am completely and totally dedicated to just what's happening right there. Yeah. And for me, getting distracted is, you know, very maybe very similar to the welder. It, it sure. totally misdirects the work that I need to be doing. So yeah. although I remember reading bedtime stories and planning the menu for the next day simultaneously in, your head, in yeah. awe that my brain could do both <laughs> things at the same time. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a just a product of the life that we live. Yeah. But cell phones really make that hard too because they are a constant mm -hmm. distraction. Yeah. So and nothing makes me more mad than when I'm talking and someone's on their phone like doing something and I'm guilty of doing it too so I'm not perfect at all by any stretch yeah but, but so talk about what does that what does it feel like if well if, it feels like you're being ignored exactly yeah it, it definitely does or uh, you know it also f can feel like you're not as important as the phone yeah right and yeah. I don't even have any idea of what they're actually doing on the phone I mean it doesn't matter it's just that something else is literally in your face competing for my attention yeah I remember as a kid that, you know, if my mom was talking to somebody and I was trying to get her attention, I had to say, excuse me, mm -hmm. yeah. so that she could stop. You know, I couldn't just barge in. Right. And yet cell phones are things that we allow to barge into mm -hmm. our conversations, yeah. right? Very few times am I aware of somebody who says, excuse me, just for a second, and then picks up their phone to address a text message. Yeah. You yeah, know? I don't ever do that. I'm I'm just as rude as the people that I'm complaining <laughs> about, first of all. <laughs> I probably am too. But it is something that we need to pay attention to. Yeah, for sure. And there's actually a really easy way to um, to, to pay attention to the rules for listening because mm -hmm. the word listen is an acronym for Ooh. some of these things. Great. So L is for looking interested. Yeah. So to actually be interested in whatever the person is saying. Now, right. Harlan would often talk to me. So he was a huge squasher. A squasher? Yes. 
What is he that? believed in Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> okay, I've never heard it called that. But this is actually one of the funny things that Harlan and my husband had in common is they were very interested in uh, that Bigfoot. kind of stuff. Yeah. Bigfoot and aliens yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. Well, he had a t-shirt that, or a hat maybe that one of my daughters got him that said, Gone Squashing. <laughs> and we would drive, you know, go on our drives and we'd be driving through a forest. He goes, pay attention less, we're squashing. <laughs> so... I have very little interest in Bigfoot, personally. Ditto. Yeah. But, so he, the point is, is he followed this Facebook group or a website about mm-hmm. Bigfoot sightings. And there was, apparently for years, <laughs> I mean years, there was this tantalizing um, commercial or, or, I guess... I don't even know how, what to call it, kind of the, this tease of Bigfoot video being released. And he would get up in the morning and he would check every to day. To see if it was. To see if okay. it had been released. And then he'd say, no, it's actually, they're not going to put it out till the end of June because they need to get it validated or verified. <laughs> and I really did everything in my power to listen with interest. I kind of wish that I had known this before he passed away because I 100% would have showed up to his office in a Sasquatch costume. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a really great picture of him hugging a wooden Sasquatch that we found at at this general store in the middle of Pennsylvania on one of our little adventures. Oh my gosh. I I almost want to post that. Maybe I'll put it on my Facebook page in public view or something (laughs) for people if they want to see it. But (laughs) it's, you know, I think listening with interest, even if you don't have a huge interest in the topic, he could talk about the Eagles until I was blue in the face. Yeah, yeah. And eventually I would have to say, sweetheart, I... I just really can't listen to any more of this stuff. <laughs> but I think you make a good point of, like, you have to try. Yes. Because even though you're not interested in Sasquatch or the Eagles, you're interested in Harlan. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I want him to be interested right. in my crafting or my yeah. sewing or, you know, whatever. And he always did an amazing job of that. He was the, my biggest cheerleader. But listening with interest that's the first thing uh look interested got it i is for involving yourself by responding Mm -hmm. okay how do people know you're listening yeah you're affirming what they're saying yeah Yeah. just responding somehow you know yeah in um in my master's program we actually had a class that specifically addressed how to let our clients know that we were paying attention. How are you a good listener? Right. Uh, sitting up, looking, making direct eye contact, saying, mm-hmm, really? Is asking questions part of that, or it is that kind be. of a separate thing? No, it totally okay. can be. Um, it's, it's making sure that you are involving yourself in the conversation. And when you ask a question, make it open-ended. Right. Tell me more. Yeah. yeah. Or what was interesting about that? Or why did that excite you? Mm -hmm. Or um, is that all? Right. (laughs) You know, something that really tells this person that you're engaged. Mm -hmm. S is for staying on target. 
this now (laughs) this isn't just about getting sidetracked right it's more about turning the conversation around Uh so if you're being a good listener the conversation is going to stay on the target of what the individual is saying it's not going to come back to you so sometimes people go oh i know exactly what you mean when i did such and such yeah and now they've kind of stolen the right, conversation right right Has that yeah ever I'm to- to it, you? totally yeah i'm super guilty of that oh are you yeah i, I think haven't so. had that experience with you um well i I've, I've become more aware of it but for me it never felt like something um i think that how do I describe this? I think that was actually my way of trying to affirm and be involved mm. in what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And so it came from a really genuine good place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't malicious, but it just, I was like, oh yeah, then it kind of does like steal their thunder a little tiny bit, at least while you're, you know, you're talking instead of them. I think it's okay to affirm by acknowledging that you've had some experience so that you understand or that you've been there, but don't run away with it. Right. 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 And you can say, oh, yeah, I've had a similar experience. Right. But then you shut up. Yeah. And I would take it a little further than that. I would, you know, oh, I had a similar experience one time when I was in Costco. Someone, you know, Mm -hmm. put something in my cart instead of their own. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then I would. So I would finish the story. I don't think it was ever like, you know super long but mm-hmm. I would I would definitely explain in you know in more detail as and again I don't think I don't want to make this sound really limiting because if it, again yeah. in a conversation you're going to have that exchange but it's always then about bringing it back to that person and within a reason right sometimes running away in a 10 minutes long story totally right. distracts you from the original intent when i think the topic matters in that situation sure. too if it's something really serious and you're helping them work through a problem i think you really need to pay more attention to make sure you're not doing that exactly yeah exactly and then t so we've done l i s next is t testing your understanding so we've talked about this a lot mm-hmm. in terms of um as we've gone through each kind of phase of our of our series making sure that you hear the intent of the speaker is a significant component in effective listening yeah so if i understand you correctly blah 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 being able to paraphrase back to the person um that's speaking what it is you heard because remember what you say <laughs> may not be what i hear yeah. And this is where, you know, assuming gets people into trouble. Exactly. Big time. Or jumping to conclusions. I mean, right. if that's the same thing, it's super important to make sure that you paraphrase or validate that you've understood what the person is saying. And that, and keep in mind, that's kind of a dual responsibility as part of the communication. When you're the speaker, you want to make sure that you've been understood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I might add, this can be kind of... Uh, arduous work mm-hmm. right we take and, and it's mostly important when there's an emotional point that we're trying right. to bring up or right. if you feel really strongly about being heard make sure that you've heard what the speaker says yeah I feel like for some reason that is that feels very formal sometimes in a conversation and not something that is 
like automatically done. I think, you know, saying, oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, like that is automatic, you mm-hmm. know, affirming what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you know, testing your understanding in a conversation isn't. Yeah, and re- formal reflective listening or active listening can be kind of awkward. So I'm right. not saying that, so I just heard you say, <laughs> right. I don't think that needs to be all of the time. Yeah. But being able to say, did you mean blah, 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 mm-hmm. or are you trying to tell me such and such? Right. Um, it's, it doesn't have to be rigid sure. and formal, but it needs to somehow be, oh my gosh, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right, right, and if, right. and if, the, if that feeling's not going to connect, then the speaker needs to say, well, why would you feel that way? Because it wasn't funny to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Or something along those lines. Okay, cool. All right, and then E is for evaluating the message. So what's the emotion in the message? What is being asked of you? So this is a little bit like testing your understanding, but it's it's maybe more of letting it soak in. Mm-hmm. Before I respond, I'm going to evaluate what's the emphasis here? What's the right response? And kind of almost simultaneously in that instantaneous section of time that we have choosing my reaction right in that evaluation yeah which also (laughs) is not easy if while you're listening you're getting defensive and you're building an attack a counterattack. well i was just gonna say i feel like when when there is a tough conversation happening it's very easy to start building your defense and then you're not listening when you're doing that no you're not i mean or at the very least you're not listening well right you you hear right right? the sound is going into your ears yeah but unless you're again a master Mm -hmm. multitasker you're you're not just attending to what's being spoken you're simultaneously planning your counterattack and yeah. And as you said, that's not effective listening. No. So that that's when N, so L-I-S-T-E-N, becomes super important. Yeah. When you're listening, this is the hardest part, I think. <laughs> Try to neutralize, N is for neutralize, your feelings. Yeah. The very best listening can be done from a distance of your emotions. I think that's one of the reasons we go to a therapist, right? Because mm-hmm. a therapist isn't emotionally involved in your scenario. Right. Or your car. I don't get emotionally involved when somebody's talking to me. Right, right. And so I can listen really well. And especially in couples work, it's effective because I can often hear why what somebody is saying way better than their partner because their yeah. partner has some predetermined judgment about what's being said yeah and this is why we spend so much time talking about defensiveness because it is so easy to do yep and it takes a ton of practice at least for me continuously (laughs) to not get defensive but it it it's something that impacts many 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 conversations yeah and neutralizing your feelings is really about learning how to self-soothe right it's learning how to take a deep breath 
right? Yeah. <laughs> Counting to three. Um, making sure that um, that you're settling yourself, you're kind of staying uh, level, level emote, um, level-headed even. Right. As best as you possibly can. If you can't do that, mm-hmm. once again, you're not listening. You're getting right. all um, fo- self-focused and, and worked up. And your brain, and if, by the way, I would just recommend that you notice this the next time this happens, right? Because your brain goes into all kinds of negative self-talk. <laughs> um, and it's, it's not listening. Right, right. You know, you may look like you're listening, but your brain's going a thousand miles an hour and you're not, if you're not, if you're feeling a lot of stuff. And that's when you're, you know, searching in your mind for all the examples of, you know, to build your case and you're bringing up old crap. Yeah. And that's never healthy. (laughs) No, it it, it isn't. And so those are the basic elements, right? Right. But keep in mind, no phones, no television. Yeah. Eye contact. Now, eye contact is sometimes hard because a lot of people divert their eye con- their eyes when they're talking. But remember, you're listening. Yeah. So if you're the listener, you can maintain eye contact. The person that's talking may not be looking at you because sometimes yeah. their brain's going to work and they're moving their eyes all around. Yeah. But you can listen. Yeah. Yeah. You can or you can uh, maintain eye contact eye when contact. you're the listener. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to touch, right? Okay. So um, Harlan was really good at saying, babe, hold my hand. Aww. And when I was holding his hand, of course, I would look at him. And if I turned away for some reason, if it was an emotional conversation, he'd jiggle my hand. <laughs> and that would mean turn back to me, come back to me. Right. Right? Because we had one of our... Um, Recent episodes, we talked about turning toward each other. Yeah. And the touch can really make that um, maybe a little bit more prominent. Yeah. If you're holding hands or hugging or something. I feel like that would also be a very grounding way yeah. of kind of, uh, you know, we, we've talked in the past about, you know, just recognizing that everyone's doing their best and, you know. Yeah. In a situation, I feel like it's probably easier to remember that when you're holding hands with someone and having that, you know, connection, even though it's just a very small, intimate connection, but still, like, I think it's uh, a good reminder. Absolutely. I'm and that's the that. whole, yeah, that's the whole point of, yeah. of grounding, right. grounding and turning toward one another. Um, yeah. You know, even like we've all kind of heard, and some of us are really good at being able to kind of come down to ground level when you're talking to a toddler or a child, right? To maintain better eye contact and getting down in their space. Yes. And that's yep. the grounding technique that we're kind of talking about here. Sometimes, especially if you're disciplining, you will um, maybe hold their shoulders, you know, to yep. a child and say, look at me. Right. Because you want to get your, your message across. And that's what yeah. that's what we're talking about. Well, I mean, about. and too, think about how bad we as adults are at <laughs> listening, right? I yeah. mean... Truthfully. Yeah. And these kids have had so much less practice than we have. Yeah. And so they're probably more susceptible to, you know, if you, if you're out of sight, literally, you're out of their mind. Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of what you're saying, because we all know they're also really good at ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, and that, that kind of 
brings us to the, the last point, and that is to make sure that under no circumstances you interrupt the speaker. Yeah. That's yeah. We are also <laughs> We are. And you and I do that a lot too. Now we're yeah. you know, we're not in serious heavy conversations and we're kind of bantering and bantering is fine. Right, right. So this interrupting rule isn't really um for for the fun chatter that yeah. like we're engaging in, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's an absolute imperative rule if you are engaged in a serious conversation, an mm -hmm. emotional conversation, or a business conversation. Right. Uh, people don't want to be interrupted because, again, yeah. if I'm interrupting you, how do I know? How do I rephrase if I didn't let you get your whole thought <laughs> right. out? Right. How can I possibly get the entire meaning? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you just can't. No, you absolutely can't. Yeah. So. And yet there are those people mm -hmm. that kind of speak. Well, for example, <laughs> you know, those people who don't get their thoughts out very well. <laughs> and I'm doing, it's I, painful. I know, isn't it? I did do that on purpose, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I have a friend. I, I know you're do what you're doing, and I'm still like, get on with it, let <laughs> In my head it gets hard it does it's so hard I have a friend who takes the longest pregnant pauses <laughs> in and what how did that come up pregnant pause yeah I don't know big and round <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> maybe um I have a hard time getting my stories out I'm uh, Becky and I the girl that works with me um we'll be at work and we sit right across from each other you know and I, I, we love, I love talking to her. It's, you know, we have a lot of fun, but I'm very distracted at work. I've got emails coming in and, you know, uh, from like four different email accounts and I have a couple different businesses. And so I'm very distracted. And I often think that Becky deserves like some sort of award for listening to me because I'm like, so then I went over to the thing and I am, um, Hey, did you check on that order? Cause that lady... And she's like, yeah, yeah, I sent it out. I'm like, okay. And uh, so I went over to the thing and then someone will walk in. I'm like, oh, hey, there's your, you know, and then it'll take me 40 minutes to tell like a two minute story because I am so distracted. There's so many interruptions. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she understands, yeah. I'm sure, like what's going on. But I, there's got to, it's hard to listen to. I know it's hard to listen to because it's hard to say it, you know. Well, don't you think that's also probably most kitchen american kitchens at, yes. you know at five o'clock at night yes. when people are coming home from work and the kids are coming in from their activities and everybody wants to know about everybody's day but the phone is ringing and there's things to do for tomorrow yeah and you're trying to have dinner yep. that is a part of our life yeah and we're not saying that these rules apply to every single dialogue right, right? and and it's important too if you have good communication skills with your spouse or your partner and it what you're doing works, then that's okay. It's yeah. okay if you're not, you know, listening to every single one of these rules or, you know, if it's working for you, that's okay. It's yeah. when it's not working for you. And make sure that it's not just working for you, but right. that it's working Both for your partner you. too or yes. the other person that you're trying to communicate with. Because sometimes we can think that 
And especially based on some of the styles that we've talked about in the past, we can right. think that, oh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah. But our partner feels unheard. Yes. Yeah. And if you're not talking about that, if you're not paying attention, if you happen to be living with somebody who's passive mm-hmm. and, and doesn't have the ability to um, assertively speak up and say, listen, my, you know, I, w- I don't feel as though the things that I'm saying are really being heard. I don't right. you know, feel like I have the attention you're, when, that I need. Mm-hmm. Then you need to make sure that your partner is okay with yeah. the thing that you think is work. Sometimes it's important to just turn around and say, hey, honey, we're good. Right. Yeah. You know, just a little check in. Yeah. 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 Um, is there anything I need to work on? Yeah. Don't say, is there anything <laughs> that you're unhappy with? <laughs> you know, I think it's, is there anything that I need to work on? Just yeah. really taking the onus of that. But this interrupt or this um, interrupting thing, what I was going to say about the pregnant pauses is that we can say something really soft, like, have you finished your thought? Right, right. Which is a much nicer way of saying, are you done yet? Yeah. <laughs> are you wrapping it up anytime soon? <laughs> and don't, like you said earlier, don't make the assumption right. that they're finished talking, especially mm-hmm. if if what has been said doesn't yet make sense to you. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever heard of a plot twist? I mean, you got to wait until the very, very, very end. <laughs> kind of like our episode last week. I loved what you did with the editing on that, by I know. the way. And everybody is listening. If you haven't listened to it, go back to last week's episode and listen through the disclosure at the end. There's a yeah. little treat there for yeah, you. Yeah, it's very funny. I know a lot of people just kind of stop, you know. When oh, that, I do. That, I, yeah. When that final just thing comes on, they just stop. Yeah. So if you stopped, you missed a little cute treat. <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to say about listening when you listen and attempt to interpret, remember to listen based on who the person is that you're talking to. What do you mean by that? So if my partner loves me, if I know that my partner loves me mm-hmm. and I'm listening to some frustration that he's expressing, yeah, I need to listen through the lens of this is a man who loves me yeah yeah right yeah versus this is an asshole sitting across from me <laughs> yeah you know don't be an asshole I, I yeah the way that you you know even if it's yesterday I was talking to some clients and one thing that I absolutely know about her is that she believes he is her rock okay okay yep so he was talking And she was feeling very defensive. And in that moment, what she felt was, you don't love me. Hmm. And yet, or he felt like she didn't love him. And so, but, and yet just five, 10 minutes earlier in the session, she had turned to him and said, you're my rock. Right. And he was missing that whole point in his listening. Yeah. Which, you know, it seems unbelievable at times because you're like a point blank said this to you yeah how did you not hear that oh he heard it but he didn't he didn't internalize he, it. right he wasn't right. listening he internalized the negative stuff he didn't right. internalize the positive stuff and yep. there's a there was another occasion recently where somebody had said about his partner you know she's the sweetest person on the planet 
Mm-hmm. And then the other day I heard she just dug me. She wanted me to hurt like this. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you mean the person who's the sweetest person on the planet? Yeah. Those two things don't go together. No, they don't. <laughs> so, you know, and I, he was in pain. I mean, that was right. But he was interpreting behavior through his lens of vindictiveness, yeah. right? Not through the sweetest person on the planet part. Yeah. Thinking that there could have been another motive for what she, the way that she behaved. Yeah. So yesterday, um, we had to go to the mall in Delaware, and which is still so from from someone who grew up in the middle of Columbus, it's so weird to me that I have to go to another state to go to the mall. But <laughs> we don't have to, but it's the closest one. <laughs> yeah, it's the closest. Yeah, you know, we live in it. For those of you listening, we live in a tri-state area, so it's yeah. very very easy to just five minutes be in another state, and yep. there's a couple of them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so we went to the mall and. I, I wasn't really hungry. Dustin kind of wasn't really hungry, but the kids were, of course, starving because, you know, we starved them. Court. Right. <laughs> so we were at Chick-fil-A, and um, I was ordering food as I normally, you know, I'm normally, the, I'm normally the one that orders food, and I don't necessarily mind it, but it is kind of a pain in the butt to order food for five people sure. when three of them are usually ungrateful <laughs> um, and yelling at me that I won't let them have soda, but... So I was ordering, and my one of my children was. It, it was stressful because I'm, it's, I'm ordering. It's busy. There's like a huge thunderstorm outside, so like it's kind of a tense situation. And I had this app. Chick Fil A has an app, and they have a reward system. Well, I had accumulated quite a few rewards, and so Dustin and I were going to split a sandwich, and I wanted it to be free with my reward. And so we it wouldn't work. The app would not work. I'm like, look, here's the points. I'm scanning it. And she's like, nothing's happening. And she tried it like six or seven times. And so all of this stuff is happening. And one of my children is aggressively tapping me on my left arm, which by the way, is the arm that is holding my phone. So my phone is like bouncing all over the place every time he taps me. And he's like, any barbecue sauce, any barbecue sauce, any barbecue sauce. And I'm just like, I turned to my husband and I was like, get him off of me like I was so mad Mm -hmm. like over the top mad Mm -hmm. and so the whole thing gets wrapped up they're at the table and I go back to the table and I was like you know what when I'm in this situation I'm the only one that ever order you know orders food for everybody and I'm like it's so stressful no one respects the fact that I'm trying to do this all you care about is trying to get sauces which could have waited until the end you know and I'm like (laughs) going up and I'm I'm telling my husband this and he's like well, it sounds like you're mad at me because I had said I'm the only one that ever orders the mm. food. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is not about you. <laughs> this is about me right now. But that's, you know, I can only assume that that was his own insecurity yes. coming up yes, yes, right yes, then. Yes, yes. Yep. And I was not there for it. Yep. Like I was not yep. about to you know, soothe his, his wound about mm-hmm. the ordering mm-hmm. of the food. And this is such a trivial thing, by the way. I'm sitting here retelling this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. Like, but it's so common. I, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. This is such a common dynamic, right? right? right. And every mother on the planet is now uh, relating to that experience <laughs> right. of being tapped a 100 times. <laughs> yes. You know, for something that, you know, in the middle of your frustration, right. it's super, super common. Yes, it is. But you're 100% right. Dustin did not need to fix that, right? No. This was just about you yes. and your frustration and a feeling that you had, and you were just venting. Right. Right? 
And more than anything, I just wanted this child to think about someone else, yeah. someone else's perspective. Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of where the excuse me comes in. Right. You know? Yes. Maybe my mom had a good idea. I think she totally did. And I think that might be lost on this generation. I need to work it's on my late. parenting. Yes. <laughs> oh, please. I didn't mean it like that. But... No, but I think it's yeah. a good reminder. Well, there are some, my mom would have called them social graces. Yes. Right? That yep. are just kind of polite, respectful demonstrations. Yeah. Um, that we benefit from sure like not interrupting adults when they're speaking exactly yeah when you're a kid exactly very good okay so our try this at home for this week is to practice active listening we've created a tip sheet for listening that can help you remember the tips and tricks that we've shared today as you work on building this skill and as with our other tip sheets we recommend that you print them and keep them in a handy place for those times when a reminder is just a little necessary. Becoming a better listener will enhance all of your relationships. And ultimately, they're going to allow you to be someone that other people want to talk with. And that's our discussion for today. We hope that you'll share this with those people that you communicate with. And as always, we are super grateful that you took the time to listen. Next week, we're going to be talking about electronic communication. Actually, that's probably part of a communication series now that I'm thinking <laughs> about that. But we're talking about texting and emails and the etiquette and the frustrations yeah. of all of that in our culture today. And we hope that you'll join us. If you have any questions or comments, we hope you'll reach out to us on our website, www.trythisathomepodcast.com. There. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Also, if you are so inclined, we'd love a rating or a review so others will know what you think. And don't forget to go to Instagram and follow us there. For now, this is Leslie and Leslyn, hoping you'll try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.